0: you're listening to Between Blue Worlds on Open Lines Radio, follow Angie on Instagram at Between Blue Worlds. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Between Blue Worlds. Enjoy! I'm Angie Drlani. I used to use my middle name, Jamine. So if you were following me before, I'm not different. I'm just I don't know. Using my last name because it's my last name and it's easier on everything. It's uh it makes things easier as you start doing things because uh if you're using a pseudonym or, you know, a different version of your name, you uh start getting, you know, uh you have to sign up for stuff and talking to people and it eventually gets easier and then uh you have to do this really cool thing where you run into uh this thing that i don't know for some reason i thought was fucking dead uh where you run into uh people who persecute you for thinking you're magical um uh we're talking about the anti-witch i'm not a witch uh i mean i hate saying i'm not a witch that doesn't even resonate but i'm i i can not say i'm a witch like i'm i'm a fucking person um who uses all my capacities uh, to the best of my ability. If I find out that herbs um, make me healthier and happier than pharmaceuticals do, and I use those, and I'm thriving from it, um, let's talk about what makes you thrive and what's good for you. Can we get in this real quick? There's stuff, noise just everywhere. You guys like this? This is between blue worlds, so Uh, between blue worlds. And if this is your first time listening, uh, that means you're probably confused because we're following no podcasting rules. Uh, I don't say shit in order. Uh, I'm not uh, professional. My dog just ran up with a Barbie head in her mouth. I am uh, distracted. I'm rambling. I'm drinking too much coffee out my backyard where my neighbors can probably hear me. I'm self-conscious. I'm not dressed yet. Uh, but we're here, and we're still paying attention, and we're still listening, and uh, we're still uh, enjoying life while we try to kind of interact with the things that are around us without getting too attached to the way everything's being. Why are you being like that? Don't be like that. Why you gotta be like that? My uh, my friend died, and I don't know how to talk about it, or if to talk about it at all. <coughs> uh, and when I say my friend died... I don't mean, like, my friend died, like this person I knew. Um, I mean, uh, like, a piece of my life, my marriage, my house. Uh, He lived with us. (laughs) Um, My husband and I have been together. Let's see, our anniversary is 9, 10, 11, our dating anniversary. Marriage anniversary gets a little dicey. We can discuss that another time. Um, And that's all wrapped up in this shit, too. And really, this is all about me. Uh, That's why we are tuned in, right? Curiosity. What is she doing? What does she do? Why does her toddler always make it? <laughs> does that baby have any clothes? He used to. Um, someday I will get the balls to record what happens when we get dressed. He just hates clothes. Um, we try to make it fun, but he still gets real upset. And once they're on, he's okay. So I get that, you know, it's getting through it. Uh, but if we're at home, uh, my first child is 12 years old. My toddler's two. And uh, my eldest, <laughs> Atticus Eagle one uh, he, uh, he's funny he, he invented so many sayings and when I say he's funny like he's legitimately a just hilarious person the things that come out of him are just funny and when he was two uh, he also would prefer to be nude and he I hope it's okay I'm saying all this um, and he, we would get somewhere and he'd look at me level eye very serious and he'd go nakey okay and I'd think sometimes over dramatically and go alright man nakey okay and he would strip down immediately and oh there's water all over Um, and he would uh, be naked wherever we were if it was nakey okay and so here's toddler number two and I wonder if it's just mine or uh, given the option I don't know maybe we're just a colony of nudists I remember in 7th grade finding a book at Barnes & Noble. Love Barnes & Noble. Revolutionized my life. One of the best jokes I ever heard was in that store. We'll get to that in a second. No, I'll tell it right now. I was at Barnes & Noble once with a friend, and we're standing in the uh, the occult section, in, uh, in the witchcraft section. I think it was with, uh, she's now a, a designer. She's amazing. I'll talk to her about how she'd like to be introduced on the show, or if she would like to, or Uh, it'd be cool to have her on sometime. Um, so (laughs) we're standing there and (laughs) this woman walks up and she's looking at the witchcraft section and she pulls out a copy of, uh, dummies guide to witchcraft. And she goes, man, there's just some things I don't want dummies doing. And I think that that's kind of summed up, um, why I don't, uh, talk about or involve myself with things like spell work and I call things energy work (laughs) because I just there's a dummy element to witchcraft that is bear with me here people, don't get irate but anything that has a step-by-step DIY where a dummy can do it it's a prescribed you know, ritual or whatever it's no longer somebody taking the steps of emotional and development spiritual development to arrive at the next part of their ritual their procession their altar their all these things are progressive so when you get that one two three steps everything has to be made into this permanent kind of step right whereas really as human beings we oscillate in and out of things we go in and out of situations i'm talking to mocha right now i'm using my mocha what are we doing voice I was in seventh grade at Barnes & Noble and I found a book about a nudist colony. It had never occurred to me, in my 12, 13 year old mind, that people lived nude. Oh, buddy, you want me to put the seat down on that? You're having fun. I'll, I'll stop interfering. I'll ruin it. Every time, you know, when your kid's playing, you're like, I should get involved, and you say something and it just ruins their game. They're like, whoa, I forgot you were here. What happened? <laughs> Where? Let me see. Could you step on something? I'm looking. Did, what's going on? Something hurt? I don't see anything. I don't feel anything. Something happened. Oh, did you step on that little bead? I hate that thing. I step on the... If I ask, you. when we say... Don't throw those out of the lemon tree pot. That's why, because when we step on them, it hurts so bad. What do you want, baby? What can I help you <coughs> What have we got? My little nudist. You know, in my head, I'm going, that's why we don't go naked. But I've been reading recently, listen to this, about plastic nanoparticles that are killing our coral reefs or plastic fibers and the nanoparticles that are used in like dyes and everything that are killing our k- coral reefs and our ocean is about to be more plastic than it is ocean <laughs> and which you know I don't know numbers are fun you can do a lot of stuff with that um we should go see why Zeus is barking just barking 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 he's just barking 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 <laughs> why are you barking 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 but clothing is really, uh, as an industry and everything, it's super cool, and it's also super destroying everything. And it's, I think it's just the tool that's being used to destroy things. Like, they'd be being destroyed by something anyways, which is, you know, kind of a broader idea and things. Why is that dog just barking? He pro- Oh, he wants the eggs that are on the stove. Sometimes the puppy thinks... What are you doing, Booby? Get out of there. Get out of there. I know I just cleaned all that off. <laughs> what are you doing? Toughening up your feet is what you're doing right now. Yowzies. He's a tough little cookie, man. He's a tough little cookie. Good job, boobs. We'll sweep in a little bit. Should we put the hose in that thing? Let's go see where Zeus he is. He might be stuck on something. Sometimes he gets stuck. Oh, now they're both going. My goodness. Are you coming? Yeah, you wanna come check? Mocha, where's Zeus? Is he stuck somewhere? Oh, he is stuck. Are you stuck? He's half in the crib and half on the bookshelf, and he's stuck. I'm sorry you were yelling, come help me, come help me, and I thought you were barking at somebody outside. Oh my goodness, okay, I gotta lift your butt. The boy! Slow down, slow down, man, okay, slow down. Aye. They stopped. They stopped. You're way over there. They stopped. Everybody listen! Yay! And you did your job. You're not hurt. You have big smiles. Good job. So one of the things we work on is dogs have to learn to get excited where they are. And then when they move, they have to slow down. And so I have to yell real serious still to get them to do it because they're still learning. I know. And the yelling scares the toddler. But you know what would scare him more? Is the big dogs, running full speed, and they'd be very careful. They're very good dogs. They'd be very careful. But they're still, you know, beings that make mistakes and have accidents, so we have to keep far away with the excited feelings. So what they just did is Zeus was stuck in the crib. If you're just tuning in, my 80-pound puppy was stuck in a crib. He was half in the crib and half on the bookshelf. And so I lifted him out, and him and the other dog that's about 60 pounds get all excited, and they go to play. And I yelled, slow down, slow down, because that's our key, that the baby's out. You guys can't run. So they stopped where they were, but the baby heard me yell, slow down, and he started to cry from the living room. And that's his job. He's supposed to do that, because his cry, what does your cry do? Does it let mommy know where you are? yes it tells somebody you're in trouble yes our cry is such a cool tool and we wish just now because we heard zeus barking we wish that he had more words i gotta learn his barks better i guess because i thought oh he's barking at the door at first and of course being a being who makes mistakes i went i'm podcasting why are you doing this right now why now puppy I left the hose on. I'll have to go out and check it. So, everybody did what they were supposed to do, but now my adrenaline is so high from, you know, because it's relatively new. He's only two. We've been doing this, and it's worked really well. And You know, we've had him get hit by a tail once, which was awful, and everybody felt terrible. Um, and then mocha, bless her, heifer soul, Um our fe- our female uh, blue nose, she she's gotten a little wider over the years, and sometimes doesn't realize where her perimeters are, her, her shoulders and such, <laughs> and she'll kind of side bump and she'll knock him on him on his booty, and that's happened a couple times, and we haven't had any injuries. And having dogs and kids is hard. People don't talk about it because it's a major liability. It makes everybody nervous. Summer. Summer. You know, that's why shelters will say like kids 12 and up usually. And you know, we just try to stay. We know our dogs really well. They sleep in bed with us. We're very, very intertwined with them. We know their psyches. Uh, we know what they're gonna do when something happens. They rarely surprise us. <laughs> um and we're getting, you know, we're doing this big transition. If you follow me mainly Instagram is where I do stuff, um, at Between Blue Worlds, um, <clears throat> we're in the middle of this tr- grand transition we've been in the middle of for eight years, and with our friend who just suddenly passed away, is gone now, so we're having to change what we're doing, um, If you knew Pete, he was just an amazing human being. So, we're minus an an amazing human being that we really thought we were going to have. We keep saying we never even considered this. Because, you know, who sits around and spends time considering what if this friend passes suddenly? You know, we couldn't have prepared. So, we're doing our best to adjust and help my 12-year-old adjust. And my ex-husband, who is very close with them, also adjust and, you know, ourselves and watch kind of the ripple effect because it'll be there. And grief is just so real and it's so okay. And, you know, the positivity. Oh, I heard a great term. I wish I remember who used it. Somebody used it on Instagram called New Cage. New Cage spirituality instead of new age. I like that. I bet Holly likes that. So, maybe Holly said that. <laughs> it could have been hers. I don't know. Uh, um, uh, Holly and Mark run uh, Open Lines Radio. This is the baby, the creation. It's been in fruition for a long time, and it's it's all happening. Was I talking about on Instagram? Oh, so we're doing this grand transition. We thought we were going to be doing it. You know, with a, with, a, with a buddy here. And there's other people involved. We're doing all sorts of stuff. So, the house is just tore up from the floor up right now because we just have to re-imagine everything we're doing re you know find that alignment again find our footing uh luckily my relationship is what it is I can you know be honest and safe and comfortable and you know I almost didn't date him because of that because he was too good of a friend I didn't want to lose him as a friend we were already sleeping together. I knew that part was fine. <laughs> I just didn't want to, I didn't want to, um, you know, as a single mom. didn't want to get him involved with my kid, do all this stuff. And then at the end of the day, lose a friend also. You know, something happened and we didn't work out. And then Pete convinced me um, after I kept saying, I don't piss worry right, <laughs> Which is a terrible expression that means <laughs> I don't, you know. I don't do my dirty business where I also need to be clean. And, you know, I wasn't having great relationships. And so, um, yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know. And then finally he just asked me up. And I said, Fuck. well, I can't say no because I like him too much. And that'll ruin it anyways. It was smart. That was strategic. I bet you anything he thought about that. <laughs> smart guy. He's my favorite idiot. We're both stupid in our own ways. Absolutely stupid. But yeah, so here we are, down my sp. And it's weird and scary, sad, and huge and real. And, <coughs> huh, but it's brief. Yep, it passes. And we're hearing it now. And it makes us go, when that makes that baby cry makes us want to change it. Change subjects, the baby's crying. Don't talk about it anymore, made the baby cry. That's my instinct. And I'm pushing past that a little bit. Because I don't want unprepared babies. I want babies that know that they can't be convinced by a therapist that happy is the only thing they should be. Because, man, did I work in schools where I watched kids just have guilt over any emotion that's not happy. Shouldn't be. Schools at, accidentally created a war with parents between their kids. They gave these kids leverage that they don't know how to use, and then use them as leverage for really nefarious things off and on throughout history. Huh. So what are we going to do about schools? was supposed to fix that you know we had a plan we were gonna s- start looking into forest schools but we wanted to feed people first because really without nutrition nothing else matters you're not being fed the right things oh man that showed good Omens. it has this great oh uh it just has a great everything but i i wasn't sure at first and now I'm very, very into it. And I'm almost done with the first season, and I hope they're going to do more. Um, and uh, it's on Prime. There is Yeah, it's not on Netflix. Um, it's on Prime. And so uh, they have a thing in there where one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse is Hunger. And he's like the one that creates all the fake food like the food that's not really food, like the lavender airbags and stuff. But also, it's like, look at this milkshake contains no real food. And make sure you don't call it food. It's chow. And like all this shit. It's fantastic. You should watch The Omens if you really like spiritual, metaphysical stuff. And Between Blue Worlds, I think what we're coming to is admitting that I love talking about politics. I love pissing people off because then I find out what they really think. And podcasting is a safe way to do that. The internet's a safe way for us to do that, and I know I'm not the only one. Because people do it all the time. Kids do it to their parents. It's fundamentally just a way we interact. Look at this, Booby. I just found this out. I didn't know this did this. Huh. That's pretty cool. We have this uh, pop-up pirate game my mom, I think, got us. And it's got Jack Sparrow on it. And he springs out of there. I really want to go see Hollywood vampires. <laughs> I am Jack Sparrow. And I spring out of a barrel. <laughs> um, all right. We laugh after that kind of dorky stuff, right? And I was just thinking how that's to drown out any negative reactions that could be around us. It's like a, it's a barrier, you know, a countermeasure. I've been reading about Organite, I'm tripped out, yo. That shit might work. But I still feel bad for the crystals inside the resin, man. All the stuff in there, I look at those and I start to get claustrophobic and sweat. I don't know if I can do the Organite thing. I also am not sure that cloud seeding's bad for us. Does that sound crazy? Hey, I want to say good on America. I really do. I think we're amazing. And I want to get into that more. Why? The more I read the news and talk to people internationally, my friend that died, died while in Kurdistan. Um, I really want to talk about how for granted we take our infrastructures that function and I'm not saying they've never had them over there but right now they don't and they have them but you know everybody I talk to says "Yeah, I don't know it's weird I looked up the top 50 most like highest homicide rates like where are they and they do the list, they take out anywhere that's currently in war, like, is war-torn, basically. And the top 120-something are, um, mostly in Africa, but it's because there's war there. And so, they remove those, um, and then the top 50 are in, uh, predominantly, almost exclusively. I'm trying to think of those. I don't think there's anybody else in there. Um... Mexico and South America. And China's really high on the homicide. And I just... I didn't expect... I think St. Louis, Chicago's in there too. Not in top 50. But I... With where we are and how Hispanic our country is... To have the homicide rate drop so drastically on an artificial border. I'm just trying to figure out what to do. I don't want to keep the rhetoric going that having to live in Mexico is punishment. Or is a bad, so bad that we can't possibly make pe- force people to live in Mexico. But I also want to admit that there's people that clearly feel that way and are dying so that they don't have to live there. And killing children in large numbers. So what do we do? We start holding Mexico accountable. Their government needs infrastructure. They need oversight. But we can't take over. Can't be a colony. Our colonies are doing terrible too. But you know why that is? Because they become colonies because they say, help us. No, really, that is actually a lot of them. A lot of them uh, fell apart due to wars with other countries. And asked America uh, to ally, al- be an ally with them. And we were. Or vice versa. Um, it's also like a lot of the the the, <laughs> the original colonists... Uh, fought with and for Indian tribes. (laughs) The Indian tribes lived around the colonies and I'm not saying everything was fair and equal it's fucking earth. There's Mm -hmm. nothing fair or equal guys. None of it makes sense on paper. Or all of it only makes sense on paper because you can only do two dimensions of the 15 million that are involved in each situation. There's so many sides to every story. And here I am about to go for seven days on a family vacation to a family reunion for my in laws. How cool is that? What are you doing? You're pretty far from the table. Can I slide you in? And we're gonna go to Legoland. What are we doing? Are you trying I You're trying to get cookies. I don't know. What you trying me to cookies? Cookies? You know what More if you want? I know. Or you want some eggs? Know. You know you know I, uh, cookies? I get it. We already had eggs anyways. We could have some cookies. It won't hurt us. So we're going to go to Legoland. And we're going to stay at the inn at Rancho Santa Fe. And we're going to bring my amazing Crystal with us. (coughs) An actual person named Crystal. I just realized I was talking about crystals. This is Crystal with a K. Um, She's uh, our left-hand man (laughs) she's our uh girl friday our left-hand man our nanny our personal assistant our everything i don't know and so she's coming with us she's 19 i think 18 (laughs) sorry (laughs) i've known her since she was like 12 and she's super amazing and then i'm gonna update you guys on that and i think i'm gonna come back and finish this or this is just gonna be it I don't know, I just feel like wrapping this up all of a sudden. That seems so brief. Maybe that's the intrigue. That's is life. It's been 26 minutes for a mom to free talk for a moment. That's really all we get, usually. <laughs> you know, because we want to be involved. Whoa, whoa, crazy. All right. Well, I'm Angela Dirlani. You can find me on Instagram at Between Blue Worlds. Come see us in our trip to Legoland, and we'll talk about energy and how it interacts with the world and homicide rates and what to do to help people. Starts with nutrition, I'll tell you what, yo. Feed the world. All right. This one goes out to PJC. One love. Be well, my babies.